This week on Show Me Your News, Lucario and Little Mac in the Smash Brothers update, Nintendo Direct for February 13th, and Sonic Boom are discussed. Also, King is at it again, and Wonder Momo in the Soapbox segment, Flappy Bird's Drama is our Hilarity of the Week, and much more. We are joined by Cyberlink420 and Game Buddy of Sonic Paradox. What will Luke and Jeremy get on their soapbox about? Hey, Gaming World, I implore you to... Show me your news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's... Show me your news! Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com. Now, let's join the show. Welcome! Punch! Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle of delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I just realized tomorrow is Valentine's Day. I am Super, and I just had some turkey, so I'm already in love. You got that dryptophan going, and you're going to be a sleepy thing. Super? I'm going to be super sleepy. Actually, I have some five-hour energy drink left over. I could you always use that. That could make this episode interesting. Anyway, we are part of the Show Me Your News Network at showmeyournews.com. And our top stories today for episode 153 of the podcast on Thursday, February 13th, 2014. The Smash update after our last episode, Lucario, got revealed, but we also got a new character today, just in time for the episode. It's Little Mac. That's right, not Diddy Kong on the Japanese release of Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. We'll talk about that. Also, a Nintendo Direct also just broke, you know, within the past hour, so a lot of news to come from that. Sonic Boom! No, it's not the wonderful Sonic CD song, or even the Guile Attack. It's a new game and animated series that is a kind of reboot running in parallel with the Sonic universe, and we'll have some fine guests to talk about that. The Hilarity of the Week! Flappy Bird! Flappy Bird caused some drama. We've got stories in our story pool. Games that are out recently, our soapbox, and we wrap up with our YouTube recommendations. I'd like to welcome our guests, creator of the Sonic F series, friends of the show, and they over- work over at Sonic Paradox. Please welcome back to Show Me Your News, Cyberlink420 and Game Buddy. Woo! We just keep showing up. You just leave the door unlocked and, you know, let ourselves in. <laughs> well, it's been about 10 months. Welcome back, guys. It's good to be back. Well, we game, buddy. <clears throat> oh, yeah, true. that's right. Yeah, he's, he's being a little quiet there. Being at that Sonic with a scarf. What's <laughs> up with that? You, you, can't, you can't hear him. He's muffled through the scarf. There you go. All the bandages. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So many things to talk about with Sonic. Mm. We figured it would be the perfect opportunity to have you guys back on the show because it was a big couple weeks for Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Yes, yes, oh, yes. it was. Well, actually, it's been like a, it was like a big day, and that just keeps <laughs> flowing into the rest of the week. It's so yeah. many things that spin off from that, and it's going to be definitely interesting to hear your opinions, and I'm sure you do have some interesting ones there. 
let's start the show though, as we usually do, with what are you playing? We you know briefly go through the games we've been playing in the past couple weeks, give a quick little review, just kind of more of a time capsule where we are in our gaming experiences. And super, we're gonna start with you. Get that five hour energy going, and what have you been playing? Actually, I'm just bringing a caddy shack right now, but uh, five hour energy if I need to feel it. Uh huh. For those of you who don't know, Caddyshack is a tea and lemonade like an Arnold Palmer, but it's done by PST. Good to know. I'm I, I'm I'm trying to get us some sponsorship. <laughs> Not non copyright infringing. Right, Palmer. We know we need. Nah. <laughs> uh, I am playing Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. <laughs> Same as last time, really, and uh, I'm getting a lot further in Lunatic, Lunatic Classic. Oh my goodness. It's uh, it's it's a hell of a run, cause like, it doesn't matter when you're this early on in the game. It's so hard, because even if you get like you train and you get your guys ready to fight, eventually they hit the level cap, and you don't have you're not at the part of the game where you can get second seals and master seals to like enhance them. So they're frozen like that mm. for a very long time. I just finally got my third seal. So now I have two promoted units, uh, Sully and Frederick, and two second sealed units, Lon Q and the My Unit. Okay. And uh, it's oh man, it is it is difficult. Like you make one wrong mistake, there goes either your game or just a character, and you're just kind of like, I'm not nuzlogging this. Reset the entire map. That's what you get, though, for, you know, the hardest difficulty and the hardest mode. Second so. hardest difficulty. Once what? you beat the game on Lunatic, you unlock Lunatic Plus. Oh, my goodness. That's right. I'm not done with this game yet. But actually, I spent a lot of time double dueling today. And hmm. we found out just how broken that is. How so? Uh, number one, uh, we, we went for the hardest match, the hardest difficulty first. Just the hardest match, and we got kind of raffle stomped a little bit. Uh, turns out, doesn't matter if you're two ref- two like ranges away, like if you're using a bow or anything. Uh, double duel, you only do the like the battle. There's no position positioning. There's mm. just the battle. And if you're using a bow, you can use the bow, but your opponent can still attack you. Right. Like, right next to you. So it's like you're standing right next to each other. No, ranges aren't put in there. So if your opponent has a move as counter... Oh, counter's the worst. Yeah, like, you can have counter. It's not that great. But when your opponent has counter, trust me, it's a lot worse. Yeah. And that's basically how we lost. Uh, we ended today going for the hardest again. We got all the way to last boss, and an 85% chance I missed. Mm. And Ouch. he survived with three health, and he's he's just so strong. He's got 99 health. He attacks for 60 damage all the time. He triggers Astra all the time. He triggers <sighs> Luna all the time. He triggers everything. Just wiped our entire team out. Mm. And he has uh, soul as well, so he can he can heal himself, yeah. and that's what he did. Oh, uh, and he lethality. He every lethality missed though, uh, because you know it, the way double doubt duel works. It's very weird. It's kind of fun though. Uh, there is some strategy to it, but uh, definitely just a little distraction. 
so aside from being crazy in Fire Emblem, what else are you up to? Mm-hmm. Um, practicing some Project M. I've got a tournament on Saturday, Good luck. and a buddy of mine just talked me into driving to Ohio next weekend for a tournament. A fool. Why would you do that? Because, what was I really playing? I got my car fixed. Yeah. Is it because money. Out. You can win money. Yeah, it's because I can win money, and me and my buddy, we're, uh, we're really good teammates. Uh, we haven't lost since we've teamed up, so we're 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 hoping that you know this this weekend's a proof of concept. Can we can we fight with some big boys? And if we can, then we're off to shuffle. Hmm. In nice. Ohio, should be fun. Anything and that else? Was it. All right, Jeremy, what's you up to? What are you playing? Oh, lots of stuff lately. Spent a few minutes on a lot of games. Uh... The Wii U had that indie uh, sale not too long ago. Picked up, um, what is it, Gianna Sisters. Played a little bit of that. That's really good. Um, mostly been playing uh, the original Metal Gear Solid. I just finished nice. that yesterday. Because um, I, I was introduced to the series through Twin Snakes and um, actually own a, a PS1 copy of the original and had never finished it, so I went and finished that. was really surprised how well it holds up, like even today, especially the, um, the, uh, the voice acting front. Like mm. I know, I know uh, Twin Snakes re-recorded everything with most of the same cast and some choice, some, uh, some changes. But yeah, the original really holds up well. Yeah, for a game in 1998, that's it's good to hear. Like oh, you, yeah. I, I started with Twin Snakes as well, and I've seen parts of the original, but I, I just like the gameplay changes in Twin Snakes too much. Yeah, I, I can I can see where people say you know all the they basically took Metal Gear Two controls and put it in one, and that does kind of break the game how it's designed, but it's also more fun for me. Like <laughs> mm. the the controls definitely have have. Uh, aged the uh, least well in the original Metal Gear Solid. But yeah, it's The faces, still, still... yes. <laughs> oh yeah, also yeah. Oh, faces, yeah. But yeah, and then I, I started up just today uh, Metal Gear 2 on my... or Metal Gear Solid 2 on the HD collection, because I haven't nice. played that one in a while. Because I figured I'd play some Metal Gear to stave off wanting to buy uh, Ground Zeroes <laughs> when it comes yep. out, because yep. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The last time you guys were on the show, we were talking about the uh, the kefir. Yep, yep. Because that's a thing. Wow. $30 demo. <laughs> uh, Making that money for Konami. <laughs> so that's an expensive game. They really need all the money they can make. Yeah. Now, I was we'll watching a, we'll a YouTube see. video that was like an in-depth analysis. I think Tony recommended a couple episodes ago. It was a, a called Critical Close-Up about Metal Gear Solid 2. Really good watch. About just how crazy that game is. Yeah. Anything Speaking else? Of, uh, God, that's about it. I'm about to start. Um, I'm trying to start up uh, Zelda: Link Between Worlds because I've had that one for a bit, and um, uh, I downloaded uh, Dungan Ranpa as soon as it came out. Uh, can finally be on the inside of all of the jokes on my social media sites <laughs> <laughs> the true reason to play video games <laughs> <laughs> so people will like me what do you we think need to so convince far? Valero to redub the whole thing yes 
just by himself. I, yeah. Let's see. I finished the prologue um, the the night I downloaded it, and I really like it. Like I, 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 I didn't really bother to to research it or watch anything beforehand because I'm like, well, I'd I'd rather just experience it like it's supposed to be playing a game. And I really like the characters. They're the the art style. I mean, they're all recognizable, and um, I really like the the localization. It's very well done, yes. uh, especially for a lot of the like, um, uh, I guess harsher personality characters. I I don't remember everybody's names off the top of my head, but the uh, the the biker gang guy. Oh, he's he's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he literally his first line of dialogue. He just cusses you out up yeah. and down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I really like the uh, the English cast so far. And um, uh, it's it looks like a lot of fun. Good, good first impression. That's for sure. I think they have done a really good job. With the localization. The only questionable thing is they they say the blackened for, you know, the accused uh, in the murder, and I guess probably like a, a Kuro Shiro sort of thing, like black and white. And I don't know if they handled that ideally, as opposed to you know saying like guilty or the innocent. But they say the blackened, and it's a little bizarre when you first hear it. But that's really the only thing I've noticed so far that's really out of place. Yeah, I, I remember someone explaining it that it was yeah some term in the original that that translates to that but um yeah i know that the one of the trailers just used the blackened but uh if i remember correctly like monokuma uses it like a little more naturally when he first brings it up yeah like he says oh that person will become blackened yeah yeah no, that's true i don't know it's 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 different yeah. i played it too so i'll get to talk more about that when it's my turn because i got a little bit farther but Ooh. i won't no, no spoils. Can't, don't want to spoil that game for sure. Now, Super, you're trying to jump into our, our Skype chat here that you forgot a couple games. <clears throat> yes, yes, I did. Uh, I forgot, like, the other day when I was practicing some Project M, my buddy was just kind of like, I'm tired, I'm going to take a nap. I'm like, uh, all right. And that was, like, the first time that ever really kind of happened. So uh, at that exact moment, I was playing with his little brother, who who plays Smash fairly well. And I'm just kind of like, so I guess I'm going to go. It's just like, well, we have other games. So I ended up playing uh, Skullgirls. Oh. Yeah, and uh, I'm really bad at that. <laughs> uh, uh, not that big of a surprise, but, like, I did not realize just how bad I am, like, at traditional fighters. Like, I can I can act like I can play Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 as long as I choose Hagar. And just throw the lead pipe around and have some fun. But in Skullgirls, I don't have a character with a large red lead pipe to hit people with. So, uh, I have to do traditional fighter stuff. And he's doing all the combos. And I'm like, I'm just trying to space with moves I don't know actually what happens when I press them. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just like, alright, I'm going to do this. And I'm hoping that this will do some downward. Okay, never mind. They did a black backflip. That's... All right. At least that game got back I... on uh, PSN, though. Yeah. It was down for a yeah. while, and it's finally back. Yeah. Uh, we ended up playing the Steam Encore version. Uh, yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. Very cool. Uh, and then I ended up spending probably six hours playing Magicka. Oh, nice. And uh, if Buzz I ended were up here. Just... If Buzz were here. <laughs> yeah. I spent so much time playing Magicka and finding what spells I have the most fun with. In the end, 
I went with the steam beam. Mm. If you put fire and like water together, you create steam. Uh, steam magic. And I make four steam magics and then one beam magic. And it creates this beam of steam. And I'm like, we're playing this on steam. Eat the steam beam. It's so meta. And, <gasps> yeah, it was the most meta there was. And sometimes I had fun, like, in the middle of, like, preparing the steam beam. My buddy's all, like, he's already, like, near death. So I immediately just, instead of put it, turning it into a harming steam beam, it's suddenly my healing steam beam. Hmm. So he got a steam bath, and he's at full health, and killing things, and to be honest, rock armor is probably the most broken thing in that game. I think Just I remember shield, something like that, yeah. Yeah, one, one shield, one rock, press it on, aim it at yourself, you have this rock armor that, like, takes all the damage for you, you can immediately put it back on, you don't do, you don't really take any damage from anything. Uh, at one silly, at one silly point, um... I got an item, which means if you used any beam move, you can keep doing it and don't have to recharge it as long as you held it down. Mm-hmm. And I did that, and my buddy made a, uh, a a barrier where nothing can get in, nothing get out. But I walked towards the barrier, and what I did was I made the beam, and my hands just stuck out just out of the barrier. And I was able to fire from this impenetrable fortress my steam beam and just destroyed this thing that's supposed to be the final boss. <laughs> but, like, the game the game railroaded it and says, he's too strong, you can't possibly win. And I'm like, I think we're at full health. We can dig it. I and got this. Rail- I broke you. The game railroaded us uh, to say that we were li- going to lose. So, and I had major air quotes right there. Yes. But uh, that that was my experience with Magicka. And uh, it's a huge difference. We started playing it on his laptop. It was laggy. I didn't think too much of it. Started playing it on a good computer. Oh, my God. That was a difference. And then it wouldn't even run on your computer. So there you go. No, it would <laughs> not in the slightest. I don't think I'd see the main menu screen. Hmm. Yeah, it probably would crash by that point. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, those were very good games. So if you haven't played Magicka yet, go do so. Maybe I will. All right, Luke. It's Your good. turn. Uh, let's see. Other than continual playing of Metal Gear Rise and Revengeance, which is now both my 2013 and 2014 game of the year. Thank you, PC version. There you go. I actually have been spending some time with a game from 2013 that I missed out on, sadly. Saints Row 4. Or Saints oh, Row 4. Yeah. Saints Row 4. Which... That game, that game, oh my goodness. That, that game scratches a lot of itches for me, because it's like, it's a collect, it's got collect-a-thon elements, which mm-hmm. I'm totally on board yep. with. Oh, he's being pretty, pretty choppy there. I thought it was me. Yeah. It revels in its silliness and stupidity, and just absolutely goes wild with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got, like, it's from very, very self-aware and self-affairing. I know Saints Row the Four was uh, our PC game of Which, the year. So, that's good for a long time for me. I think he needs to find a better spot in his house. I think so. Yeah, the the connection's getting a little little tough there. He's um, gone hurricane mode. 
you know, Saints Row 4 was our PC game of the year. I know it was some, you know, Smidge's personal games of the year. Um, and I've, I've heard very good things about it. I know I got it for Christmas, and I, I want to play that. Yeah. I want to do the superhero stuff. He wants to, you know, be with the president of the with the president of America. Is the president Keith David? Uh, uh, it, de- it depends on who you choose okay. as far as the voice actor, because there's different voices. I th- I'm sure. I thought Keith. I, I don't know anything about it. I thought Keith David was your vice president and your character. Uh, was oh no, the you, that's right. That's right. That's right. Your character is the president. All right. I know Eric about can. that game yeah. is uh, dubstep cannon and Keith David. <laughs> that's all yeah. you need to know. And no, and Nolan North as Nolan North. Nolan North. Like that's, that's not even a joke. Like there's male one, male two, male male three, female one, female two, female three, and Nolan North voice. <laughs> and he just, wow. and he like three or four times in the game he just refers to himself as Nolan North. Like one of his taunts is the hot Nolan. <laughs> oh goodness. It's kind of the greatest, and as I was saying before, any game that can use Stan Bush's The Touch to great effect gets all the points in my book. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Anything else you've been playing? Um, other than iOS games, Sonic Dash just updated today. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not like good. Tony's been talking about that for a couple weeks. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure my high score is higher than Tony's, so it's okay. <laughs> it's on. It is on. I'm calling you out, Tony. But uh, other than that, uh, I played through Broken Age. Oh, nice. How is that? It's short. I mean, granted, it's only the first half of the game, but you can probably beat both Vela and Shay's chapters in about, I don't know, two or three hours each, so it won't take you that long. But it is very much the old-school Tim Schafer experience that you were promised. So it delivers in that regard. And it's kind of interesting to see how that game has evolved because I was listening to an interview with uh, Schaefer, and he said the original plan was just like... They were only expecting 800,000, so the original plan was just like a super easy like 8-bit adventure game that was maybe 10 rooms big, and it was more going to be about... like showing people what it's like to make a game than the actual product itself. Like it's going to be more focused on the uh, Player 2 documentary than the actual game itself. But now that they had as much money as they did to create something like Costume Quest or Stacking, they could actually go through and make it into a very polished, very in-depth experience. And I think they really delivered. Yeah, and get like Elijah Wood as voice talent. Yeah, and like... It doesn't. There are there is some like higher profile voice talent, but it doesn't feel like stunt casting anyway. Like based on you know the behind the scenes videos they released, you can tell that uh, even the celebrities have like some experience with old school point and click adventure games. Like they're into the stuff as just as much as we are, so it feels very you know genuine. Mm-hmm. And even for cases like Jack Black, it's like, well, you know, Schaefer worked with him in Brutal Legend, so yeah. why would he not come back? Yeah, I'd expect but, nothing less from Double Fine. Yeah. Now, was this just episode one? Yeah, it's episode one of two. Uh, they're going to be releasing part two later this year. Okay. And for those that but, don't remember, this is you know the first big Kickstarter success. Yeah, this is the Double Fine Adventure Kickstarter mm-hmm. fully realized. 
yeah, it's it's a very it's a very cool game. Some interesting puzzles. It never felt too hard, but at the same time, the solutions never felt like really really obvious. And it's cool because you know you've got the two different characters you can play as. And at any point during the game, like if you just get really fed up with somebody's puzzle, then you can just go into your inventory, click a button, and you'll automatically switch to the other character's campaign wherever you left off. So you can just kind of move between the two on the fly nice. and either like finish each one in like one sitting or just switch between them at your heart's content. So that's a new, that's kind of a neat feature. Very cool. Yeah. Anything else? Um, uh, I'm downloading Steel Divers as we speak. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> Steel Divers Sub Wars. Maybe that was what was uh, eating up your internet. Nintendo's yeah. like, oh, they're going to talk about our Direct. <laughs> we at Nintendo want to steal all your bandwidth. <laughs> Please understand. <laughs> Please understand. If, if you guys have not seen it, check out the Yo! Video Games parody of Nintendo Direct because it is... Oh, it's just a thing of beauty. <laughs> now, Jeremy, you wanted to add a couple games as well, quickly. Oh, two things real quick. I also played and beat uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Yes! Because it was, it was uh, free on PlayStation Plus. What did you think of are there in fact um, ten, Are there, in fact, ten games from 2013 better than Brothers? Um, oh, maybe yeah. Metal Gear Rising? <laughs> <laughs> Better well, I'm just brothers. because I know you get the reference. <laughs> oh yeah! In fact, I was about to say I I unfortunately went into it knowing one of the uh, the spoilers near the end because of Giant Bomb. Yeah. Um, but mm. I, that didn't really take any impact from it. Um, I mean, I'd I'd recommend just about anybody to play Brothers. Oh, yeah. It's you can you can if you know what you're doing, you can play and beat it in maybe two hours, two three hours max. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really a really nice different experience. Um, and so yeah, that was really good. And I'd like to see more games like that in a you know small digestible cheap package because I think it's only retail PSN like 15 bucks 15 for full price yeah but you can get it for cheaper on Steam during sales yeah and it's, and it's narrative through control I mean it's brilliant oh yeah it's it's really nice too especially uh, again at the end when everything comes together yes yes um the other game I tried to play because it was also free was a DMC Devil May Cry <laughs> um because as as for as much as people in this chat uh, talked bad about it, I'd seen a lot of people also say, no, it's fun. That game is wet, hot garbage. <laughs> like, you don't look a day over 12,000. I, God. I, um, <laughs> you know, I, I do. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I didn't even make it that far. Uh. Um, I admit I'm not the biggest fan of those types of games. I'm not good at them. I do enjoy them when they're well put together, like Metal Gear Rising, Bayonetta. Um, but that game, it's, it's it's the controls. I don't know. It's just slow, and the story is just oh, it's insulting. I mean, it's like I, I don't know. It feels like a reach around <laughs> as a as a, as a straight. Wow. White male, I feel like that's exactly what they're doing. So they're like, hey, you're so cool. <laughs> I'm Dante. Oh, but that's the beginning. Oh, I mean, it's, I, I don't know. It felt like some, 
I don't know. It literally felt like a Linkin Park AMV from from 1999. You throw some crawling in there and you're good. Yep. It it was eh, oh man. But yeah, I just it, it just actually surprised me how like I guess the uh, how gaming journalism as a whole was like, "No, it's a fresh update. It's fun. It's different." And I'm like, "No, it's no, there's nothing in this game worth I don't know. It feels it feels like a a ten year step back for for games as a whole. Like not maybe not from a design point, but like the attitude, yeah, like dirty, yeah. Uh, it was like an an M rated Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched through all the cutscenes and oh, you have not seen the depth that that game reaches yet. Ugh. Giant baby. Yes, but lower. Yeah. And I'm. There's a spoiler in the chat. And I mean, the whole whole point of this, again, to go back to the pandering, it's like, you know, the the bad guy is literally Fox News. Oh, yeah. Like, they they didn't even try to think of, oh, what's something like young, rebellious, 18 to 22-year-olds hate? Oh, yeah, Fox News. In its defense, that segment of the game is kind of cool and just the way it's presented. Yeah. The main antagonist isn't Fox News; it's the the Bob Barbus. Right, right. Yes. The, the guy, the guy in charge, who's Bob Barbar, who's Satan or something. something. I thought, it was, I thought yeah. it was Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. No, literally, I'm not joking. I'm pretty sure it was Rush Limbaugh. Uh, that's, that's what it was. A, it was a crack at. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to differentiate. So yeah, I tried to play it. I couldn't. I I didn't make it past. Did you the, have? The did you have an attachment to the series beforehand? Um, I got, I remember I played four, um, uh, cause I, I played the demo, liked it and I picked it up. I didn't finish it. Um, I mean, I, I liked, I guess the presentation was pretty cool. And, um, who was the, the, the pro tag Nero? No, yeah. not Nero. Yeah. In, in four, Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah. Nero. <laughs> um, it was, it, it was, inter- it was interesting, but, um, it didn't really hook me in. And then. I know the HD collection came out, and everybody was admitting that like the second one is terrible. So yeah. oh, everybody was admitting from the start that one was terrible. Yeah. That was <laughs> so that no, was I can't say debate. I have. I watched about uh, I watched about um, uh, half the anime as well, and it was kind of the same. Like, eh, it's it kind of try hardy. That's interesting. I have I have some different thoughts about DMC, and I know Tony, if he were here, we'd. Have more of a debate on this, but we gotta keep. Yeah, but yeah, but Tony doesn't like revenge, so oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Tony likes Shadow. <laughs> I mean, so, that's pretty much a trump card at all times. Uh, if Tony <laughs> likes something and he's wrong, uh, he's wrong because he likes Shadow. Yeah, more or less, I guess. I'm uh, still, I, I'm still mad at Tony for planting the idea that there's some crazy twist in Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay. He, <laughs> after, after I'd given up hope. He's still holding on. He's still holding on to the David Hater train. Uh, He's a David Hater. Oh, but (laughs) not really? Not really hating David, but he's a hater because of the people who want David not gone. That that sense. Sense, yes. Is that the new brony? (laughs) Yes. Maybe. Also, before I completely forget, Love Plus. It's an awesome game on Steam made by our good buddy Fred Wood, and you should buy it because it's only like two bucks. Now, that's different from yeah. the, the DS games, right? Yes, it is not the DS game <laughs> okay. that somebody married. we, we got to make sure there's the distinction there. 
Yes. Yeah, unless you're into that, and then it is exactly the same, and go so, buy it. Yeah, go buy it. Yes. <laughs> um, I've only been playing a couple games as the people on the, the live stream on the Twitch chat can see here. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. After about a year, I got back to it. So, dreams do come true. I had kind of given up on the game last year because I'm just like, strategy RPGs, you know, not for me. I got about five hours in and sort of stopped. Got back to it. Played it all the way through, 36 hours. Yeah, granted, it's on, you know, normal and casual, but for someone who's new to the series, like, that was what I could do. And the DLC helped a lot. The DLC I got at its launch last year for cheap, at least. Um, that was really helpful, especially the exponential map. Um, yeah. I did a lot of things wrong. I'm going to be, you know, willingly admitting that. I did a lot of things not right on... Um, but you know, like I, I married my my unit married Lissa way too early, and then there are these you know, other options for you know wives later. And it's like, oh, too early? yeah, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, before all the kids start getting involved, like I'm already married to Lissa, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Lissa guarantees some really good stuff for Wayne. Yeah, Wayne ended up being very good, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing. Like, oh, that my unit's already maxed out in that regard. I really enjoyed the mm, game. I don't know if I'm going to be doing multiple playthroughs soon because of all the different kinds of games I want to get to, but it's good to have that one in the back pocket. I'm, I'm glad that I got back to that and beat that. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, started Danganronpa, Trigger Happy Havoc. Uh, I got to finishing Chapter 1 today. And I do appreciate how they're kind of teaching you a lot of things because the class trials are very different than something like an Ace Attorney trial. Uh, It's all about time. It's all about action. And the intuitiveness of how they involve you in that makes it a lot more engaging. It's more interesting. Uh, But at the same time, for a first case, not too many twists and turns. Um, You know, before getting into the the deadly life where you're starting to investigate the crime scene and get into the trial like you can see some of the twists coming and it's just like they still land hard and that's i guess it's effective storytelling but some of the twists there you know like the the big you know clincher for the the who done it for that case if you've been playing you know Phoenix Wright games or you know, other kinds of games in that series, like, you'll see it coming, and you'll hope that it's like, I'm gonna hope that this little trope in crime games that you're doing right now, I'm gonna hope that's not, you know, the end-all, be-all, you know, pointed, like, this is the character ding-ding-ding, but unfortunately it is. And so, I'm going to assume that things get better from there on the storytelling front, because it's a first case, and they want it to be very basic, and to have you learn the system, but... Uh, otherwise, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, really good characters and a lot of things that Jeremy already said. But if you have a Vita, you need to pick up Danganronpa. Because a blend of Ace Attorney, Zero Escape, a little dash of Persona, uh, that's the game that's like tailor-made for me. So I'm really excited to continue. Speaking of which, I wanted to ask you, Luke, because you were the one who got me interested in playing 999 in the first place. Uh, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Did you ever get around to playing Virtue's Last Reward? I have not, but I, I swear I'm going to ha- make it happen eventually. I said, you got to. You've got I, to. I swear, I swear. 
Yeah, I, I actually saw something just this morning. Uh, I didn't see a, a direct source that the director was worried that the... Because it's supposed to be a trilogy, correct? It is. Yes, it is. Yes. That the director was saying they weren't selling too well and might have to put it on hiatus or something. And he right um, now hasn't gotten the third game greenlit. Uh, okay. And that that hurts. That yeah. hurts because it's the second game, Virtues Asterward, sets up a sequel so much. And it's just like, I want that now. Yeah. I, it, I, looks I, like, it looks like the kind of games I'd like. I'll probably end up picking up both on the both uh, soon mm-hmm. just to, I guess, show my support and have some more games. It's so <laughs> similar to Danganronpa in theming and that wide cast of characters. I think if you really like this game, you got to try the others. The well, I mean, different series, but you know, it's still very similar. In right, same ways. style. Sounds good. Well, we got to get to the headlines because we talk about Super Smash Brothers and the updates that have happened since then. And we start with Lucario. Lucario. Lucy. Lucario happened the other day after our our last episode a couple weeks ago. Um, kind of a surprise to get him back at this point in the different character reveals. Aura is a bigger part of his game. You see, you see a bigger or a sphere, which uh, that looks almost like Project M size of an aura sphere fully charged. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. And given the uh, given, not to jump too far ahead, but given one of the unique features to the other character reveal, I, I wonder if they they won't have something similar to Project M. That's true. No, I, I agree. Build up that power bar. There you go. Uh, <laughs> It looks like his up B is a little better with extreme speed, you know, trying to cover. It's got a little more of a curve. The real question there is uh, when it comes, it says that it's further, you go further, the more Lucario is charged up. Does that mean Aurasphere is charged up or the more damage Lucario has taken, he'll fly further? I'm going to guess more, the, the more he's, you know, charged, the more damage he's taken. Because that kind of sucks, considering that like you're gonna fly further out when you get hit. So right. So as you get further out, you then fly back much further. The more damage. Well, that makes sense. Like, you kind of need it, don't you? You don't want to get hit. Well, yeah. Right? How when when? <laughs> that's kind of the thing. It's just like there's when is the point where he is just too far out that he can't make it, or will he just be a character that can always make it back? Mm. Yeah, you don't want it to be like a. A Rob sort of situation where some of those recoveries are going to be a bit ridiculous. Or uh, uh, Palkia comes out of a Pokeball? Yep. Okay. If you're going to take out Spear Pillar, go ahead. He's uh, too big. Same thing with uh, Mother Brain as an assist trophy. That's a, that's a nice looking assist trophy there. It's a big yeah. assist trophy. Yeah. I'll, always up for more Metroid representation. Cough, yes. need Ridley, cough. <laughs> but he's too big. Look, Ridley is going to be in the game in some capacity. They would not have put the Pyro Spear in if he wasn't. The question is, will he be a stage hazard or a character? And I say character because if he was a stage hazard, they would have shown him as one by now. Yeah, they please not. Double. They're going to they're show him as a stage hazard, but then they'll reveal him as a playable character, and he's replaced by Alphonse. Leave it to me. What's his name? <laughs> Alfonso. Alfonso. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Well, Alfonso will be the one grabbing Samus and <laughs> slamming him <laughs> on the edge. Uh, how about this uh, Sakurai quote here? It is said the cosmos is beneath Rosalina's gown. Whoop. Whoa. Is that a euphemism? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, 
Hmm. I, I don't know. I like his quote from like a few days later a little bit more. Which is that one? With the uh, TV. Oh yes. With the Nintendo. Yes. Smash Bros. series makes me really confused about what I'm creating. I think that anybody who worked on the Project M dev team would agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the fixes they've been trying to make. What do you make of these uh, on this, you know, counter? That, sorry, double team. It's more of a counter move for Lucario with those uh, those glaring eyes. Well, uh, number one, it's n- it's more glaring eyes on the uh, wrestling stage. That's funny. <laughs> number two, we're seeing. Uh, I don't know if we saw this earlier, but I'm just gonna point it out again. Uh, yes, Marth's shield breaker is still the yeah, the, ja- the stab. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I gotta correct you it, here. It's not. It's not a wrestling ring as much as Tony would like it to be. Now with Little Mac, this is you know going to be confirmed as the punch out stage. So a <laughs> boxing ring is the more appropriate term. I'm sure we would have gotten comments along those lines. So yes, right. Anyway, the boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the weirdest thing is just kind of like it really looks like Martha's poking at uh, Lucario's shield. Because of that yeah. circle surrounding him, I'm just kind of like that. Just looks wrong. <laughs> Unless he or, can counter out of shield, that'd be something. Or like he can make a double team and like literally make an illusionary copy. Mm. That'd be something Different. interesting. Speaking of something interesting, Donkey Kong's eyes on the home run bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about that home run bat? <laughs> this is looking literally pretty, bugging out. It's a pretty sweet bat there. From my understanding, yeah. they use metal bats in Japan more often. So yes, yeah, over here at least, you know, for for Little League too. Yeah, and now interesting question here on today's picture with Peach: a, a rainbow attack? Is this her new up tilt? Maybe I say new uh, up tilt because they don't want to keep upskirting every time she attacks somebody. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. That's a good point. Uh, that would be interesting, though. Kind of a wider range yeah. of attacks. As opposed to just, you know, the, the flower. Yeah. I, I just love the picture itself, because I look at it, and it's just like, it's literally her going, nobody cares. <laughs> and apparently this is for Valentine's Day, so... Right. I, you'd think that, you know, if if she kept that same attack, that up tilt with the hearts, that would Doesn't be more... Doesn't she still have it? I, I, don't, I don't know. It would have been let, changed. Let, Everything is subject to change. Give me found found a screenshot. The, the hearts are still there. Hearts are still there. So I hope this isn't a new up smash then. Mm-hmm. Her current up smash isn't that great. It's just the poke. Like I said, it's just so they don't use the upskirt. Exactly. I'm telling you. That's that's true. How is that supposed to be her forward tilt then? It's hard. To, uh, it's yeah. hard to tell what kind of attack it is since I I don't know. It looks like it's following. It's following her hand. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. Like, it doesn't look like something that, that would be a, a really quick, like, tilt move. I don't know. It it's looks looks interesting, in whatever it is. Every way, it looks every way as a reskin Zelda's up tilt. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Or up smash. Maybe, up smash. Maybe, it's an, uh, maybe it's an item and every character can do this with the item. <laughs> Just imagine Bowser. Everyone gets right. rainbows. Bowser what? Rainbow. Watch, it'll be like the, the, the dumbest thing we can think of, and it's a taunt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could yeah. be. It could be. 
Oh, jeez. Well, let's get to the big news that came. It came out of the Nintendo Direct, which we'll get to soon. But big thing, new character, February 13th, everyone was saying Diddy Kong. It's the Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze release date in Japan. If we follow by patterns, that means we're going to get Diddy. Maybe we'll get a Diddy and Dixie combo character. Little Mac. Little Mac joins Smash. Hell yeah. Punches in. And um, he's looking very interesting. Like, I, he looks as fast as Sheik, for one thing. Mm. Yeah, here's the thing. Little Mac, I did not want anywhere near Smash Brothers. I did not want him as a playable character. Right. Nothing about him. I was like, no, please not, Little Mac. Immediately when they started show gameplay footage of him, I'm like, I'm maining Little Mac. He is Isn't it everything how I want. That can change. <laughs> Just like, you know, Wii Fit Trainer. I'm going to be honest with you. If you look at him, he moves and attacks a lot like PM Sonic. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, he's like, a lot of his attacks are just like, that's PM Sonic's forward air. That's his, he uses his hand except for instead of his feet, but that's his forward air. And he's just, the way he's attacking, the way he's moving, I'm just kind of like, mmm, I want this. I want this character. Uh, I don't, I'm, I I already have a main, apparently, and it's the character I didn't want in the game. (laughs) I appreciate that it is Little Mac, uh, and it's Punch-Out, and all that. Um, I I look at him, you know, during Brawl, and I can't help but think, if you've seen the anime Hashimi no Ippo, like, I'm just thinking, oh. Dempsey I'm just thinking, like, oh, it's it's Ippo, okay. Uh, but honestly, great to have him in there. It kind of follows up some of the early thoughts that, you know, characters, you know, people were saying... What was it? We Fit Trainer, Little Mac. Um, yeah, the original rumor was uh, with the first three revealed, it was going to be Little Mac, uh, me, and Pac Man. Right. That was so, the leak. So that's still intact. Although with uh, you know Diddy Kong not being confirmed today, a lot of you know character leaks that you know characters uh, that you know were kind of going around the Smash boards, and not that you'd believe any of those, but a lot of those were ruined uh, today. With the, this announcement, um, the music was hype. Uh, yes, yes, definitely. Punch out music always is. Now, what do you make of the mechanic with the power up bar? This is starting to feel like Project Dem. How so? Just, just these little changes, little things that you do on the HUD, little things that make this character really unique in the Smash Brothers. You know, right now it's Lucario's aura. And but this look this feels like something they're trying to do with some of the other characters in Project M, but unable to. But like seeing that power bar and all that, I'm like, he's charging up his super move. Yeah, it's, it's a one uh, kill. It's, yeah, it looks like. And the interesting thing is, like, if you watched the uh, trailer, he's building it as he's being attacked by Bowser, and he at the same time he's charging up his own uh, charge punch attack. So it's possible that the power meter actually builds as he's like using his super armor. So that could That's be another thing. That could be an interesting twist to it. I saw more liberal use of note, super armor. I, and on that note, I think this is our first like high definition look at the HUD itself. So yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the final smash. Gigamac is not a surprise to anybody who played the Wii version. Aha! That's the that's what it's from. Yes, okay, it's yeah. it was a multiplayer thing where uh, I believe if you get enough hits on, 
I can't remember if it's if you get enough hits on your opponent or if you get hit enough by your opponent, you can activate a transformation into Gigamac, and basically you become like a traditional punch out fighter where you have like the telegraphed hits, mm. but they hit much harder. So the person has to telegraph your moves and counterattack like they would in the traditional punch outs too. Yeah, I say I love the Wii Fit Trainer doing push-ups as a taunt on the side. Yeah, that that's uh, another that's another thing is that Mac is fast and he moves low so he can go under projectiles. But Doc even says that he's not an aerial fighter, so his air game and his recovery are looking to be pretty bad. So you're going to want to focus on the ground. And that's good. It's a good way to to balance things out. Yeah, that you're know, not relying on final smashes to necessarily be that balance fix. Yeah, looking very excited, uh, Jeremy. Any thoughts on on Little Mac? Um, I'm just glad he's in. Uh, <laughs> it's um, I, I really like the Punch Out games, and I, I really wanted there to be because I'm 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 probably most considered a casual Smash player of anybody here. But even even I want to see more like unique technical aspects in this one. Mm-hmm. And I knew that they would do something like that with Little Mac. And just seeing that trailer, I mean, that looks like exactly what it is. I mean, right. he's he's playing and controlling and he has features that I don't I don't think many other characters in Smash have ever had. And the the whole the the style of the trailer, the kind of like the motion cut scenes and the gags at the end, that was really cool and it just oozed style. And I, I'm yeah. I'm just really glad to see him in. Now one of the screenshots here we have Villager with boxing gloves. I, can we can we drop a little strong bad in here? How do we type with boxing gloves on our hands? <laughs> has Villager ever typed? <laughs> hey, if he has a computer back in his house, you know he just might. Maybe. Got Sonic getting an uppercut there. Yeah, sure, the you see. That's why he's wearing the bandanas to cover up the bruise. Oh, <laughs> that is why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want an alternate costume where he's blindfolded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For anyone who uh, missed the AGDQ games where the, the speedrunners played through the Punch-Out! games blindfolded with success. You gotta like how this, this Smash game is just more, you know, emotive. All the characters, you know, with their different faces and all these different expressions. God, Little Mac has so much super armor on his attacks. <laughs> I'm watching this. I keep just pausing and playing this and looking it over, and he's just like, he's taking hits and then just dump, belting it back. Like, it's not a counter move. He's literally just powering through these moves. Mm-hmm. Like Bowser's forward tilt. Sorry, yeah. Gimpy. <laughs> I, I think Gimpy might be picking up Little Mac as a, as a new main. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All that super armor. Well, it's definitely been a really good couple weeks for Smash Brothers. Any week that you get two character reveals, uh, that that's a good one. Yep. Let's get to the Nintendo Direct, though. We just came off the heels of it just before this show. It was a 41-minute long feature in America, I think 39 in Japan, and it started with Little Mac. That's how you start. You know, oh, give, yeah. give a smash right <laughs> off of the bat. You know, Don't wait until the end. Yep. Uh, Mario Golf World Tour finally comes out on May 2nd. Is May still the year of Luigi? That's it's important. That's a good question. <laughs> today is the last day 
of Year of Luigi on uh, February 14th last year. It was announced that it was yeah. the Year of Luigi was starting. So, and along with this game, it, yeah, yeah. It, I, I just want to bring it back to Smash for a split second. Uh, as of currently, we're still looking at the Brawl or Dodge system. Nothing like the melee one. It's not surprising. I, it's not surprising, but it is depressing. It means no directional air dodge. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm. It's still depressing because air dodging the way in Brawl is just makes it so campy and slow. Mm. Hopefully, it's not as powerful because it did look like the air dodge changed momentum on Wii Fit Trainer. Huh. So uh, the air dodge looks like a lot like Brawl, except for uh, it changes your momentum like straight down or something. Interesting. Uh, Nintendo thinks that it's a good idea to release first-party games on the same day for whatever reason, so the Kirby Triple Deluxe game is also out on May 2nd. Uh, We've got some fans that are really happy for that new Kirby game. They have it be be so soon, but to put it on the same day as as Mario Golf, it's a little bizarre. I think it spells worse doom for Mario than it does for Kirby, honestly. I would agree. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they're they're too worried about um, too worried about overlap there. I guess. I mean, Mario's just so evergreen. I mean, people would just come in and say, "Oh, give me the new Mario." He's playing golf, great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's good to see that you know Yoshi's New Island is out so soon, March fourteenth. The only thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way is the reliance on gyro controls, uh, like the, the jackhammer and the submarine, and Iwata saying like, and they can be controlled with these gyro control. Like, no, nobody I, does that. I would hope that's an alternate control scheme. I agree, because <laughs> like the gyro has never worked effectively for me in like any of the three DS games I've ever played. Yeah, Haven't yeah. you guys played with the slingshot in Ocarina of Time or flew around yes. with Star Fox? <laughs> yes, it was not very effectively. As long as it, as long as it works even half as good as um, uh, with the Mario and Luigi title, huh. which which I do <laughs> I do admit is the only the only one that I've ever had it work properly. But I I actually liked the gyro in there. Also, thank God that they finally managed to put together a trailer for Yoshi's New Island that didn't make it look like a boring, slow shell of a game. <laughs> like I it agree. actually yes. looked yeah. actually looked halfway uh, uh, capable of gaining momentum and looked kind of cute. And Super Yoshi owns. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking with the last. Basically, how they've they've treated the exposure for that game on making it look so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And then we were talking about Steel Diver Sub Wars earlier. Have you gotten to to firing that up yet? Uh, yeah, I'm currently being given the tutorial by what is obviously Peppy Hair from Star Fox. See, I saw that in the Nintendo Direct, and this was kind of where like the stream was suffering. So, like, I was trying to switch over to another version. Like, is that Peppy? I think think that's Peppy. Oh, by the way, no new Star Fox. (laughs) Womp. (laughs) Ah, you bastards. I know we've got, you know, some issues with our call here, and Luke's temporarily dropped, but I know he has some thoughts on Pokemon 
Troze. Sorry, Pokemon Battle Troze, a Troze sequel. Now, I never played the original. And it's, it's one of those... Oh, he's, he's texting me. It's one of those <laughs> oh, dear. games that uh, never really thought, like, yeah, I gotta play that one. Troze. Three or four in a row, and you're good to go. Luke, we're talking about Troze. Uh, <laughs> oh, Troze. I am so happy. You're so happy. Like, I don't get it. I never got the appeal of the first one. I really like Troze. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Like, it's, it's kind of bejeweledy, but at the same time, it was, it was a little different. Like, uh, other than you know the whole Pokemon factor, I actually really legitimately like the original Troze. I think that the idea of like four player battle Troze is I'm a hundred percent on board if I can get you know online play and multiplayer. Right. Hmm. Which I would imagine you could. I mean, I doubt that a whole lot of bandwidth is necessary for a puzzle game. I mean, if Tetris DS can do it and do it well, then, you know. Right. The UK got a Leighton versus Phoenix Wright trailer? Well, yeah, they have a release date. They get away with it. Why didn't we get anything? Like, I thought that would be, like, the one thing we could also bank on is, like, more information for America on that. I saw on... um... Twitter from uh, old buddy Wan Chop that apparently Phoenix has a different voice actor, but that's not too. I mean, that's that's not too unusual considering that the Layton series has like a lot of different actors in their version over there. But I I really like Sam, so I hope that's not a not a thing for us. I did a great job. I have to believe. I have to believe. God, it's one of those games that has been so long coming that, oh man, it's like, jeez. I, I just want to point out, we were first talking about this at Yomacon 2010. I'm glad oh. you pointed out because I was about to. The first Show Me Your News <laughs> panel. This is like, they just announced this thing. It's called Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. <laughs> That's how long it's been. Good God. Yeah, uh, Monster Hunter. Yeah, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Good to see that confirmed for North America. Early 2015, though, you got to wait a bit. Yeah. I know we've got you know some Monster Hunters in our community. What else was there? My goodness, they're just showing all of these different things. Well, you know, if you want to cut into the Japanese direct, sure. they announced a uh, new Phoenix Wright game coming, and yes. series creator Shu Takumi is heading it up. But it's going to be very different. I wonder what that could mean. Hmm. So we'll see how that goes. No, definitely have you know shoot Takumi back. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I guess you could read that a couple different ways. Like, do they really yeah. mean different or similar to investigations or who knows? <laughs> if it's investigations, bring investigations two over. Oh yeah. Because for real. That was that was Luke texting me. He and says, my... That, <laughs> says my life is a pain. Wi-Fi <laughs> Wi-Fi blows. That's okay. <laughs> Game Boy Advance on eShop. Well, oh, not eShop. Uh, virtual console. That thing that Nintendo uh, rarely updates. Hmm. Not for 3DS. No. <laughs> remember when they do that? Remember when they announced Super Mario Brothers three six months ago? Yeah, oh, 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 uh, that, that thing. Hey, remember mm. when they gave Ambassadors 
ten Game Boy Advance games. For and two of the three they announced were part of that bundle. <laughs> Son uh, of a bitch! They think maybe we need more on Wii U, so we'll put Game Boy Advance on Wii U. Uh, now, surprisingly, they didn't talk about DS emulation on Wii U, even though they mentioned that in their uh, investor meeting. Yeah, I, I think it's too early for that. Like, if they just got GBA working, then they're probably going to wait until, you know, they have titles to announce for DS. How about the ten working ones? <laughs> yeah, Eleven now. Well, they have, you know, Metroid, uh, Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga, and uh, Super Mario Advance 3 Yoshi's Island. But apparently, in another version of the Nintendo Direct, they talked about Advance Wars, Mario Tennis, Minish Cap. So, so good ones. Good ones, but also, again, half of those are already Ambassador games. Mm-hmm. So anybody with a 3DS who bought it at launch, cha-ching. NES Remix <laughs> 2, more NES games in a different way. Super Luigi Bros plays Luigi, high jump, right to left. The one thing I'll say about Ooh. NES Remix 2 is that it looks like they're doing more of what we actually wanted out of the game, which was combining the games into new challenges instead of just running the existing ones through a filter. Mm-hmm. Is it so, still $15? Probably. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. April 25th for that one. How about that <laughs> Donkey Kong Country trailer and that music? Ah, David Wise, you you're still my hero. Don't so ever change. Good. So good. I'm I'm excited for that game. I'm probably gonna be really bad at it, but I'm getting after. Well, it. I know I'm gonna be bad at it, but oh my god, it's so good. Mario Kart Eight. Uh, we knew this had to get a release date. They've been talking about a May release for a while now. Uh, May thirtieth is the day. But we've got some uh some playable characters. Seven of them actually. The Koopalings. Who, I believe, are no longer canonically Bowser's children. <laughs> that would nope. make sense. <laughs> Miyamoto has spoken. It's true. Uh, so that's that's really exciting. That expands the roster, probably give them some little different characteristics. Uh, I remember playing that game you know, when Nintendo did the E3 tour. That was the one game I waited, I think, four hours in line for. And it was still like an alpha, between alpha and beta build, but it was really fun, you know, the when you're moving up on the walls and all that, it's not that disorienting at all because you're just focusing on the road and it happens to just move with you and the camera goes perfectly with you. So I really enjoyed what I played. I'm looking forward to that one as well. Yep. All, at this point, all I want it to be is more like Double Dash and Mario Kart 7 and nothing like Wii. <laughs> well, they've got some of the bikes in there, so I don't know. <laughs> that's fine as long as well let me be specific it can be like every other Mario Kart ever as long as the AI is not like Mario Kart Wii there you yeah. go uh, that li- literally ruined that game for me mm. also try to avoid a broken coin system like 7 yeah yeah how about uh-huh. seeing X the dark one well, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, all the way from Britain. Uh-huh. X was on the stream there. <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that because I tweeted X looks so good right now, and he favorited it. <laughs> He's like, "Well, my, 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 thank you." <laughs> oh my! 
I mean, the, the Monolith Soft game, uh, I did not expect to see this until E3. Uh, so kind of surprising to see this one here. Looking great. Honestly, looking really good. Looking really, really Xenoblade 2 there, which I am 100% on board with. I'm surprised like they didn't drop a name change at all. Or is it going to be just X? It's, did they even say the name during the stream? Because it's like, the new trailer from Monolith Soft, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say an actual yeah, name. Yeah, I, I don't think they did. They never even said X. They didn't even do that you know, red splash of an X. Yeah. So... Uh, that's, yeah. that's interesting. So so Xenoblade in HD with guns and mechs. I'm on board. Uh, yes. I'm on board. Look pretty neat. Lots uh, of burning sword. Yes. Yeah. And then Bayonetta <laughs> 2 wrapped up the show. Yes. Uh, what are you guys thinking about now, how it looks? Uh, somehow not confirmed for Smash 4. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> I think she's going to be. I can't believe... I... Um, I can't believe Merrick from Yu-Gi-Oh! is a main character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, M- Middle East, yeah. Millennium Item, white hair, annoying little kid. I d- it's amazing. I just can't wait for Tristan. He's a leader. <laughs> <you know. laughs> it's, oh, it's interesting to see that Jean does still play a role in the plot based yeah. on that one little tease at the end. and. I'd, I would I would be lying if I didn't say I was kind of happy, happy to see that Enzo is back. Mm-hmm. Where are the, the haters now for Bayonetta 2? Have they just all kind of crawled back in their holes? It's, wait till the game's released, then the port begging will start anew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm still really hoping that the first one somehow makes it to Wii U. I know, didn't the director tweet something along the lines of yeah we could do it if they want us, yeah. wanted us to yeah. yeah they did yeah I mean it just seems like the, they're still using this as one of their last big pillars of companies that haven't abandoned them and right. I guess maybe they, they would gauge a port of the original with this one before they green light it mm-hmm. or you know an eShop thing who knows right yeah but yeah, I, I I didn't get to finish the first one, so I'd like to re- I'd happily revisit it on the Wii U. Now Bayonetta two is still on track for 2014. X, on the other hand, it's got a 2014 general date in Japan, so probably 2015 over here, and that's unfortunate. But mm. you know, give it time, give it some good development. It was looking really nice, so exciting for that one. Now, we're an hour into the show, and we're getting to our third headline. Sonic. Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom. Guys, take it away. Well, just to start off, uh, Sega is actually in the middle of doing, or is going to be doing this weekend, an official panel at Comic-Con in Alabama. Oh, interesting. Uh, So I, I would imagine we'll probably be getting a little bit more news out of that. And I'm really disappointed I can't be there dressed as a mummy. Yeah, and it's huh. only five hours for me, but I have no way to get there. Aww. So I'm taking it you don't really like the uh, redesigns there. No, no, I'm just I being like... a snarky asshole. Okay. <laughs> uh, to I'm... be honest, I kind of like a lot of the redesigns here. Now, aside... obviously, Knuckles is... Aside from Hulkles, I'm... Aside from Hulkles, I'm pretty he okay He is one with, with the Master Emerald. 
Buffles he the enchilada. Consumed it. <laughs> he he is Buffles McLarge huge. <laughs> I like the brawl of the family comic where oh, we're talking yeah. about he had the long Sonic legs, and it's like not a good time, Knuckles. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's uh, I uh, blue arms. Yeah, I guess to jump in, that's pretty much the only thing that bothers me. And again, it's just purely from a a you know that it's, it's always been a that's always been a mistake no matter what is blue it's because Sonic. we've been training ourselves for 20 years not to do that the finally after teaching ourselves to not do that sega goes and changes it and now we have to unlearn everything yeah well i'm pretty sure blue arm sonic is going to stay uh in uh sega of america and because this is where this is what as far as i've understood it this is where the split is uh sonic boom is going to be pretty much created as an American product. Yes, it right. is, they have said explicitly that this is being developed for the West and is currently not planned to be released in Japan, either the TV show or the game. And the traditional Sonic games will continue to be developed by Sonic Team in Japan. Yep. So, Japan hates, hates Sonic, good. we all know. It, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> it's why, why even bother anymore? Mm. <laughs> um. So, yeah, uh, it is confirmed to be a side series. Not, you know, they didn't really call it a spinoff. It's not like the um, not like the storybook titles. It's literally something that's going to run concurrent with the main series. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, uh, um, the game is a prequel to the series. Yeah, then the, the series, we mean the, the television cartoon yes. on coming to Cartoon Network sometime late this year, early next year. They said the 2014-2015 season. I just want to say that was some brilliant uh, Eggman acting. Oh, yeah. Uh, With the burn bot. Yeah, and if you saw uh, Mike Pollock and uh, Roger Craig Smith uh, ribbing each other on Twitter right after that as well. That was good. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. It seems to be that they're um, they're sticking with the the current cast, which I mean, we knew from the preview that it was at least uh, Roger and Mike, and it sounds like we've still got um, Kate Higgins as Tails and as Bentley. Uh, uh, okay, no Tails. Right, um, looks a lot like Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they. It actually looks like they um, as as more mature and grown up as everybody else looks, it actually looks like they, they de-aged Tails mm-hmm. a little bit and yeah. gave him a little tool belt. They specifically said he's 10. Okay, so he's 10. Right. So he actually has aged two years and looks as young as yeah. ever. <laughs> and uh, they specifically said the game is not online co-op. Yeah. Why? From what yeah, I understand... Because Nintendo! Because My understanding is that you're going to have the four characters in the hub worlds and the boss battles, but main levels, you'll pick two characters, Sonic Advance 3 style, and go through the levels, being able to access different areas based on who you pick. And it's going to be two-player co-op with one person looking at the TV screen and one person looking at the gamepad. Oh, nice. So It's going to be an interesting little thing. Yeah, that's how they got around the hurdle of uh, split-screen making it work which is actually using the gamepad for something that isn't just a map or blowing on it which yeah. is <laughs> good or just completely it's... opposite of what donkey kong country is doing exactly yeah. Yeah. don't need it 
Uh, to be fair, Retro but, probably um, it. So, CryEngine yeah. 3. Yeah, apparently, apparently uh, I did some research on this. There was a CryEngine 3 like demo reel from like a mm-hmm. year ago that showed big red buttons video game development without like <laughs> saying any characters or showing anything. And that's how we first got a look at the environments, but we obviously didn't know what they were for until now. And it yep, looks I, like... I, just, I just remember a lot of people going, that looks like Sonic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like that it was just it was just a footnote on Sonic Retro. People were like, Yeah, that new Crytek thing, uh, looked like a Sonic level. Yep. And I'm I guess... really surprised we didn't see it at all in Nintendo Direct today. It's a little surprising, but I figure it's still far enough out that they don't want to get too far into it yet. Like, it's possible that uh, they'll have more stuff on it for... Well, they'll definitely have more stuff on it for E3, but I figure they'll start hyping it more in directs. Like, as the year goes on, we get closer to release. Hmm. Yep. And I guess we, we should mention that the, um, what was it, Big Red Button software? Yes. Is um, the found- relatively new. The founder. Made up of. Um, yeah, Naughty Dog, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. He was, the, uh, he was a lead uh, concept artist, character animator, and uh, art designer for Naughty Dog since, I think, like. Crash 1 or Crash 2, so way, way back in the beginning. So that explains a lot of the uh, character design influence and the love of bandanas. <laughs> and and Chris Sen, if for anyone who knows who that is, yes. is also part of Big Red Button. Uh, well known for pretty much giving us everything we know about Sonic Extreme, the cancelled game for Saturn. He's, he's the one who almost died, right? Yes. Yes. Wow. I I wonder how that conversation went. <laughs> Would you like to come work for on a Sonic game? <laughs> Source having okay. flashbacks. <laughs> Little not some nom flashbacks. Jesus. Like the dog looking at cupcakes. Yes. <laughs> Start uh, hearing just slow heartbeats. Dun dun. I, the one thing I will say is interesting, though, is that they've said that it's going to be adventure-style gameplay, which we have not seen in a very, very long time. So I'm interested to see kind of a return to form in that regard. We will see. That'll be interesting. And then Sanzaru, who did uh, Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time, working on the 3DS version of the game. Yes. Oh, maybe we'll finally get a 3DS Sonic game that's worth playing. Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha. <laughs> From my understanding, uh, they're, they're going to be like the games are going to both play entirely differently and will have like different stories. So they kind of complement each other in that regard. They're both meant to be like a prequel to the TV show. So hmm. yeah. So basically, the games are in the hands of Western developers that know relatively how to make. Uh, Decent games starring anthropomorphic <laughs> anthropomorphic animals. So we're and, cautious- that is, and that is exactly what I have been saying they need to do with Sonic for a long time, is they need to give it to a fresh face and market it to directly to the West. And now they're doing that, and I think that that is exactly what they have needed to do for a very long time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so we're cautiously optimistic then? 
Cautiously I'm optimistic. Cautious. I'm not even cautiously. I'm just going full on optimistic. I'll okay. get used to it. I mean, I'm. My buddy. I'm looking forward to the TV show a lot. Like, uh, if the game and the t- uh, has the same like attitude that we've seen from like the preview of the TV show and the writing, I know I'll at least enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I, I I think the game looks cool. It's something. From what I've different. seen about the gameplay, I really like the way Knuckles moves around. Uh, I kind of like what they're showing off. Some you know good old classic Sonic stuff. We're not seeing some some other Sonic things like springs and such. Uh, to be also, fair, it's a short trailer, and you were probably distracted yeah. by all the bangerangs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, did anyone else notice that Amy is apparently a ninja with a yep. giant hammer? Yeah. Everyone falls the down they, the pit. One of the things they specifically said was that they wanted to make Amy not just the gir- the token girl or the accessory to the boys, almost. They wanted to make her into her own full-fledged character who's not like sitting in everybody else's shadow so i think that's kind of part of the way they're doing that is giving her a higher emphasis on like agility and that kind of thing yep. and that's have smart. a giant hammer yeah <laughs> yeah everyone falls down the pit everyone people and they all end up face planting and then amy just nimbly lands on her feet and on her hand like in a ninja pose i'm like all right then that's where we're going with this three-point <laughs> landing yeah, and yep, it's, it, it's important to note that there are going to be more characters introduced for both the game and the show. Not playable, but, you know, they'll be there, and they'll probably announce them in the coming months. I'm yeah, sure with their, each with their interesting character design changes as well. Yeah, I, I will if they have decent redesigns, and I will gladly take that over Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, really which like they, they've T-Rex said spot. they're not going to involve... Which is fine, because they've kind of just been deus ex machina for a long time. Yeah, like yeah. since Sonic 3 and Knuckles. <laughs> I mean, they haven't even really bothered to um, uh, expand upon their purpose beyond that. And I mean, you know, Super Sonic's cool and all, but I, who, who cares? <laughs> I want Hyper Tales, finally. <laughs> no! To be, to be fair, Super Sonic was what made Lost World fun. At long last. <laughs> I want. It just took a lot of effort to do so. A lot of effort. I 100% of that game. Wow. Get on my level. Wow. I I I've only watched it on YouTube. Honestly, I have a better I, Sonic I was, fan I was, than I was, Super. I was impressed with how they pulled off the Zeddy because I imagined they were all going to have really stupid voices, and really the only one who did was uh the sandwich one. And hey, God, respect that was Patrick Sites. I'll respect him when he he did the best he could with the script. Doesn't matter. Stupid character. Every time he's on screen, I'm like, what's he going to stick in his mouth this time? Hello, Rule 34. I, I think that might be the same sandwich model hmm. as they use in Unleashed. Uh, so uh, w- would, you, would, you care to, would you care to rescind that last statement, or have you just given us a brief glimpse into your thought process when you view Sonic Game Super? <laughs> view Sonic games when I view period <laughs> no I see a lot of people complained about that with the Zeddy and all I can all I can say is what that that was the point they they were supposed to be kind of like not not necessarily shadow yeah shallow but yeah that was the point like I, I don't know that that continues to baffle me from Sonic fans is they go in knowing how the old games have been all the 3d games expecting this these villains are these new characters to be these 
like Final Fantasy esque uh, fleshed out villains, and I'm like, have you have you played a Sonic game in the last twenty years? What is what is wrong like I said, with you? I was impressed. Like I said, I was impressed with the Zeddy all around, except for the sandwich guy. Did not care for him. Honestly, I could have, I would have liked something more of a like an awesome factor from the one female Zeddy. Uh, the green girl thing. She was all about her she nails got- and stuff. I'm like, you, you could have, you could have done better with your one token female. But uh, I really liked the lead one. I, I liked him. Yeah, and Zad's the, the cool. old, and the old master. He was pretty cool too. And Zaz, Sonic got some great one-liners on Zaz. Yeah, yeah he was my favorite. He's gonna beat you like a drum. Are you ignoring me? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so quick off the line just are you ignoring me maybe I don't even remember what the line was I just the delivery was amazing yeah but uh, a little bit know- a little bit too much uh buddy buddy between uh Sonic and Tails that finds like ha hey, good one buddy I'm like it was all right yeah <laughs> they kept they kept saying it though and I'm like ah, okay I get it your friends I do know that uh, Ken Pontax is going to be at Midwest Media Expo, so I should try and go and ask him if uh, he's planning to do any, or if he's like been contracted to do any writing for the show. Interesting. Yep. Mm. It's be worth but it was it. nice to see some Got more colors in writing. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike Pollock, just the line, "I'm complicated." Yep. That's that's the uh, that's the. Guy. That's the other thing I'll I'll never understand about Sonic fans is people who absolutely despise the the new writing. And I'm like, you know, I'll give them like a corny joke every once in a while. Um, but I I just what what how much misery has has infiltrated your life? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how how thick are those nostalgia goggles that you actually say you wish they would go back to the Sonic Adventure mm. style of writing? <laughs> oh wow! I just oh uh, uh, man, I just oh I just love everything about Eggman right now. Yep. Every every new thing they do with Eggman, he's just all the better, all the better. And the whole through Lost World, watching the cutscenes. Just kind of like, thank you, Mike Pollock. Thank you, Eggman. <laughs> thank you for just really making this the best. Let's move on to our hilarity of the week. Flappy Bird. Oh, Lord. Okay, I have not played this. I have not played Candy Crush. I don't think I'm missing out on anything. Uh, a couple days ago, I played a uh, version of what was based on Flappy Bird. Because well, uh, yeah, they have a lot of the spinoffs now. Well, yeah, I just had to know what the heck the thing was about. And it was either watch a video or play a really simple Flash game. So I'm like, eh, simple Flash game. I played it for roughly 20 seconds, and then I'm like, all right, this is retarded. And uh, <laughs> that was it. Like, I played Flappy Bert. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the Sesame Street. To uh, yep. to bring it back to our um, our buddy Fred Wood, the same guy who developed... Love Plus that's available yes, on yes. Steam. He cloned uh, Flappy Bird in under an hour, and instead of a bird, you play as a spinning uh, piece of crap. And you can <laughs> unlock it in Love Plus by inputting a secret code. Nice. <laughs> of course. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so this is made by Dong Nguyen, uh, who lives in Vietnam. 
And sure. apparently he said he made the game just to be a short little little you know time waster, not anything big. Uh, there are a lot of critiques on how he looks like he lifted or got heavy influence from <laughs> Mario funny. with the art, with pipes. Um, apparently he was making $50 or $50,000 a day at one point because of all the ads and the success that the game had. Um, but he says that he removed the game from the App Store and on Android, I think. Yeah, and Android as well. Because people were getting too addicted to it, and he was telling people on Twitter not to play the game for as long. Mm. I don't buy <laughs> that. No. I think it was probably all of the terrible reaction that he was getting on Twitter, and we'll post an, a link here uh, from in our, our show notes. So you can see this uh, this custom timeline that someone made of either... Dude, I'll kill you. I'll kill myself. If you delete Flappy Bird. Um, these, these Twitter gangsters. I, you know, I, I hate that, that the, the reaction to this seems to be like so black and white. Like I've either seen people saying like, yeah, good riddance. He should go kill himself or, you know. There you way to go, get you know way to go, gaming community. You pushed another one out. When I really think it falls in the middle. Like, look, mm-hmm. this guy was reportedly making fifty thousand dollars a day in ad revenue, and there's also that you know, nothing's been proven, but there's there's evidence that he that there was some glitch or that he manipulated the. The iTunes rankings yeah. is why it was suddenly placed in such a prominent position, and the fact that the he may not have stolen assets from other games, but they're blatantly inspired or copied by. And then there's even accusations that the entire concept of a, a bird flying between obstacles that looks just like that, a little yellow duck bird, was taken wholesale from another game. So I I don't doubt that the guy was... You know, and, and I, shady. yeah, shady. yeah, That's yeah. Way shady. And and just to be clear, I think anybody who reacts to something, even on Twitter online, telling somebody to kill myself, oh, I mean, that's seriously. that's absolutely never okay. That's like the shittiest thing you can say to somebody. But well, also like in the sports world that's happening right now, where you know fans are, you know, speaking out to you know players and saying all these obscenities and just like. What makes you think that's okay or acceptable behavior? Yeah, it's not. But yeah, the the guy is obviously seedy. I mean, it's it's a terrible game, and it got all this attention, and he made his money. And you know, some people are saying that the 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 people who downloaded the game don't have ads anymore. But I, I it's possible he's still making money from from what he downloaded. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I feel sorry if he was genuinely emotionally distressed, but I don't for a second think that's the complete reason he pulled the game i think he was probably going to get in trouble eventually and he bailed out while he he had the chance and, and if you're still 50, made still made yeah. bank if you're making fifty thousand dollars a day i don't feel too sorry for you yeah just saying so yeah that that is the the drama that's been happening the past couple weeks with flappy bird 
a, a name that will go down in mobile gaming lore. Now we got to burn through these story pool uh, headlines quickly, very quickly. Evo 2014, we got the lineup announced. We got some hey. Ultra Street Fighter 4, Ultimate Marvel, King of Fighters 13, Killer Instinct, because Microsoft, Microsoft keeps pushing that one. Injustice yeah. makes its way, and Blaze Blue beats out Persona 4 Arena. Well, to be fair, Persona's got the new release coming, and if it wasn't going right. to be out by Evo, then it wasn't making the list. That's a true. That's very true. Uh, people are wondering where Smash is. Our good friends at Nintendo have kind of stuck their nose in things again, and they're working out things with Evo. Now, a spot's held for Smash, but... Uh, We'll see. It's not there yet. Just don't start tweeting hate to Nintendo. Honestly, that's the worst thing you could do. Uh, you can show your support that you know we'd really like to see you know, Super Smash Brothers Melee at Evo 2014. But don't be like, hey, Nintendo, you, s- you suck. You know, what's wrong with you? Like That's not going to help anything. And we all really do want to see Smash back at Evo because it made such a great presence last year, despite Nintendo's hesitations. They're still learning video games, guys. Be easy. <laughs> exactly. They're stuck in their ways. <laughs> Pokemon is making that bank because it's finally out. The app that allows you to bring Pokemon over from the past and beyond with the cloud storage. You get the trial in America until mid-March, uh, and then it's $5 a year. So just store 3,000 Pokemon online, and you can move them between X and Y. Probably they're going to use that method for future games, but it also allows you to bring, you know, past generations up to a certain point uh, into the new X and Y games. So they had some they had some issues rolling that out in a relatively, you know, timely manner. What they wanted to, but they finally got that sorted out. Which, in in theory, if you still had a a game or a, a DS Lite, could you? Um... Could you, in fact, bring Pokemon all the way from Fire Red and Leaf Green if you traded them upwards? I've heard that was the thought that from Gen Three might have been, you know, the the point that you could do that from. As long as you could eventually get them into black, black and black two, and white and white two. Right, right, and it's possible. You'd have to do some finagling, I'm sure. But yeah, the cutoff yeah. is, you know, they can't do Gen Two, they can't do Gen One because once they change things with uh, with natures and all that, they really just rewrote how they, you know, coded Pokemon. Uh, that makes sense. I remember. I think it was. Um, I think she was a, a voice actress in Japan. Like, wrote this article about how you know now that we have this, like, you could in theory like event pass on your Pokemon to say like your children when they start playing. Yeah. Like, as long as they keep things updated and concurrent, you could have your Pokemon all the way from, you know, like we said, maybe, you know, Fire Red, whatever, all the way to, like, the next generations of players, which I thought was really, that's a that's a cool way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, that's touching. Mm. Yeah. It's really nice, and you got to think this is a long-term plan, uh, which is something that it really needs for, you know, bringing Pokemon into future games. Yeah. Maybe on a terminal sort of setup where console and handheld are fused together. Who knows about that? Yes. Uh, Speaking of Killer Instinct, the developer behind the Xbox One game, Double Helix, has been purchased by Amazon. Which Uh, has some 
interesting implications because there's been rumors for a long time that Amazon has been looking into developing a game platform, and I would say that this confirms it more or less outright. Yeah, looking at the Android sort of home console sort of thing, trying to do a better version of what the Ouya. 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 Double Helix, the developer's name, they also have Strider coming out. They do, and it breaks my heart because after so many years of making terrible games, Double Helix has finally been nailing it because Killer Instinct was fantastic. Strider's had nothing but positive press, and now they're getting relegated to touch gaming, probably. That makes me sad. It does, because it feels like they've been trying so hard. Like I think they tried with Silent Hill and it didn't work out. But then they got second chance. To to be fair, <laughs> nobody has gotten Silent Hill right except like Konami's in house. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like they have said that Amazon has said that they'll honor all of the existing contracts Double Helix has. So you know they'll finish Strider, they'll finish season one of Ki before passing it off to a uh, new developer. Well, that's nice right. of them. Yeah, Watchdogs. Made some news uh, first oh, with God. a supposed, you know, canceled trademark, which ended up being, you know, a, a fraudulent. Someone was trying to go for an immediate cancellation of the Watchdogs trademark, and they'd sign Eve Gilmo's name and everything, but it was a fake. So that got sorted out. But then we got the news that you know the game is still coming out for 360, Xbox One, PS3, PS4. And maybe I think PC as well. Yes. Between April and June, the Wii U yeah. to be determined. Of course. And we all know what that really means. I don't think it's happening. <laughs> I think that game's oh, going to get canceled. If it does I, still happen, they're going to look at sales and be like, well, "Why didn't it sell well on Wii U? I wonder what could have happened there." No, I mean when when the Nintendo Direct they announced, oh, and now a new downloadable title from Ubisoft. I mean, I almost <laughs> just flipped off the TV. Oh, like, don't even, don't even give me a break. Yeah, this is the same <laughs> company who delayed Rayman Legends, a formerly Wii U exclusive, just so it could launch with all the other platforms. And now they they can't do the same for the other platforms to delay it for the Wii U version. So they put Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> exactly. So rough news for Nintendo fans looking forward to Watch Dogs. That's I, would not surprise me at all if that gets outright canned. Yeah, right. which it, it's one of those things to where like I uh, it's so frustrating because I I mean I wanted to get Rayman Legends just to have another game on the Wii U. And I wanted to get the 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 Wii U version of Watch Dogs. I wanted to get the Wii U version of Assassin's Creed 4. Mm. And they're just undercutting it. I mean they're they're sabotaging themselves. I wanted to do the same thing with um Injustice and um Arkham Origins. Yeah we've seen and that I mean, with Batman too, yeah. Oh my god. And not only are they they screwing over Wii U owners with the Origins, but they're now there's now evidence that they they outright said they're going to focus on the DLC before they patch any of the game-breaking bugs in all versions. I thought they just said they weren't going to patch them. 
I, I don't they they said they're focusing on DLC before they address any of those problems. And now yep. that they're now there's evidence that they're going to port the I think it was the, the Blackgate. Yeah, Blackgate yeah. the the Vita version to HD consoles. Ugh. Well, not HD consoles. Everything yeah. but the <laughs> Wii U. <laughs> the 360 and the oh, okay. PS3 anyway. Oh, um before before they do any of that. Mm-hmm. So it's I I mean just you know priorities just screwing screwing the customer over uh the last of us which some members of our community think is a bad game they're wrong they 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 would be wrong and also dumb and (laughs) not played i think we just get we got to point out it won 10 awards at the dice awards including game of the year that's just that's rough (sighs) stops Woo. Oh, that's wrong. That's Fire Emblem Awakening. <laughs> no, that's our game of the year from last year. Yeah, but one of us is right, and <laughs> it's us. I'm just saying, there's a difference between you didn't like parts of the game or you thought parts of the game were too frustrating. The Last of Us is a great game. Yes. I'm, I'm just saying. So we got we got to point out there, it's... It's winning awards left and right. I think it's the most award-winning game in your know, recent memory. It you know beat Skyrim you know totals a long while ago. So I'm I'm glad to say that for the, for the most part, I I think it deserves uh, deserves all of the praise it gets. Like it's it's it is definitely a oh I don't want to sound too hipster douchey, but a mass appeal designed game. But was was able to do that and make a, a solid experience at the same time. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. Um, and from the the storytelling perspective, oh, the act- without, oh. yeah. And I know some people, some people, the the gameplay they say it detracts from it, but I I thought there was a there's a good enough balance, especially the storytelling during the gameplay, to where by by that. By that last, you know, that last half an hour, I mean, it just all comes to a head. Oh yeah, apparently the upcoming DLC has a you know less percentage of combat, which I'll be interested to see what they do. They'll tr- they're gonna try to engage in other ways. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's not like Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> which that one part two is coming out at the end of March uh, with Elizabeth as the playable character. Mm-hmm. That will be interesting. Be... More of us, you know, stealth. Survival horror. Uh, finally, our, our you know, story pool has a guy who's playing through Jeopardy, Arthur Chu, and he's kind of playing it in a different way that's kind of bothering some longtime fans of the show. He's quote unquote hacking the game, kind of going all around the board, picking different categories, not you know going right down, you know picking some of the higher dollar values, but you know by jumping around all the different categories, thinks it's you know mentally taxing on other players and he's doing quite well. Okay. So, that, that's apparently are people honestly upset about that? I, that's, I guess so. <laughs> come on. That's I mean I my dad watches Jeopardy almost every night, but I mean that's that's just seems silly. I mean if you can do that, like if you've retained that knowledge and can do that, then what <sighs> that's dumb. <laughs> people Jeopardy's no joke. <laughs> That's stupid. Yep. This is the dumbest thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Show Me Your News. <laughs> All 
All right, we've got uh, the games that are out recently. Fable Anniversary came out with its HD remake, and it's apparently not that good. Uh, just, you know, a kind of lackluster HD port. Molyneux, I know you're not behind it, but still. I've um, I've never played Fable, but that's genuinely what, I mean, that's generally how I hear the series described. is not that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bravely Default, a lot of people loving that one for 3DS. Kind of the... Final Fantasy going back to its roots, in a way. Uh, but it's not a Final Fantasy game, but very designed like one. Uh, I know a lot of people are enjoying that. Speaking of Final Fantasy, Lightning Returns Final Fantasy thirteen That wraps up that trilogy. I've uh, not played it, but I've seen the ending, and it is one of the dumbest things I've ever experienced. Also heard. It's not to be continued, good. is it? No, it is not to be continued, but the, the ending and its implications are super duper dumb. Hmm. Obviously, Good. it means it starts Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not quite that dumb, but still really, really dumb. No, that was X2, oh. remember? Oh. <laughs> That's what X- X2's it. ending did. Oh, man. Uh, Duncan Rumpa, Trigger Happy Havoc. We're talking about that. Please buy and play that if you have a PlayStation Vita. Please, please, please. Uh, and then The Last of Us, Left Behind DLC, that comes out tomorrow. So, figure that would be worth. Do you get to play as Clementine? Uh, you get to play as Ellie. Oh. And Ellie, I think is. I guess that joke fell on uh, deaf ears, but all right. Ellie is a better character than Clementine. I'll argue. I know Clementine wow. has her moments, and you definitely become endeared to her in season one. But mm. you have more to build on with Ellie, I think, than Clementine. See, that just shows. I that... You have that one. That just shows how I grow up because the name of the the DLC is uh, Left Behind, and all oh, I can yep. think of is is uh, popular Christian fiction books with uh, oh, Nicholas Cage doing the movies. <laughs> oh, I can't wait! <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Oh man, Nicholas Cage <laughs> and all of freakouts. <laughs> I oh, can't man. do the anti voice, but you get the gist. Is he no. the Antichrist? No, he's he's the the uh, the airline pilot Rayford Steele, and he's talking he's talking to his daughter Chloe Steele, and one of the lines he actually says in the clip they've released is, you know, I guess if your mom had to run away with another man, it's a good thing it's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, wow, oh, man! I but, um, I I. I, 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 the, the, D, I, the DLC, the, the DLC for The Last of Us looks good. I picked up the um as the game was coming out, the uh, the comic miniseries from Dark Horse was releasing, and it it kind of it explains like how basically um where Ellie comes from and how she met Riley and it yeah. fosters that friendship and um you know if you dug through um. You know, if you played The Last of Us, you know it's probably going to end in uh, m- not not really a high note, but the the comic and the the game proper fleshes it out a lot. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's, that's going to be really cool. Oh gosh, we have hardly any time for our soapboxes, so let's make it quick. Uh, King, you know, we talked about them last episode with you know Candy Crush and Saga and Candy, and they have all their trademarks and their kind of using American copyright law to the dumbest extent. Well, it continues with a game called Candy Swipe that was made in 2010. 
the developer, whose name is Albert Ransom, uh, made it for his mom, who was going through leukemia and you know had health struggles there. And he posts on his website uh, for CandySwipe.com in relation to King here uh, the different icons he used. And oh, look at that! Two years later, Candy Crush not borrowed at all. I know the whole bejeweled idea, you know, with those kind of games. It's not an original idea, but it just kind of shows you the extent of where King, the developer of Candy Crush Saga, is going to the extent with, you know, these kind of copyright laws. And this is, you know, Albert Ransom of Candy's, you know, the Candy Swipe developer saying, you win. Like, good job. I, I hope you're happy with what you've done with yourself. And it's... It's really frustrating, and it's more of an indictment on copyright law in America, but still, you don't need to be a dick, King. So, that's <laughs> that's unfortunate. King dicks. <laughs> that's what I have to talk about for my soapbox. Hey, Luke. Yes. What is yours? Um, are any of you guys familiar with Shifty Look? No. As I give a shifty look. Shifty look. <laughs> okay, so basically, quick rundown. Uh, shifty look is something that Namco started a couple of years ago, basically partnering with Udon to take a bunch of their old franchises that hadn't had any new releases in a while, like Bravo Man and uh, Sky Kid, Mappy, uh, Katamari, etc., and turn them into web comics and. Oh, in the hopes of kind of using that to judge whether like new content or games for those franchises would go over well with the audiences, and uh, they've had some ex- success recently. With uh, they did a one, they did a uh, Mappy web series by uh, the guys who do PvP. They did a Bravo Man web series with a lot of high-profile voice talent, and now their big push is for Wonder Momo, which was a turbo graphics game that never got released outside of uh, Japan, not even for virtual console. And uh, basically the webcomic has been running for a while, kind of focusing, not really doing a direct adaptation of the original game, but rather kind of doing a sequel of sorts, focusing on the daughter of the original wonder Momo who gets the powers. And uh, now they're making a big push with that. They're doing an anime series of like, five or six shorts that's currently running on Crunchyroll and uh, based on the storyline from the comic. And they're currently developing a side-scrolling beat-em-up at Way Forward based on mm. the franchise, which, of course, is a developer that is very near and dear to my heart. Yes. And I just... I think it's really cool. Like, I've really... I've been following Shifty Look for a while. I've enjoyed a lot of the web comics, And I think that this whole sort of east meets west level of collaboration where you're basically got like an american developer doing an adaptation of an american webcomic of a japanese only video game while at the same time a japanese anime series adaptation of an american webcomic based on a japanese video game is running like that kind of collaboration is a really it's just really cool to me and i'm really interested to see more stuff happen like it like that's kind of the reason why I like Sonic Boom is it's taking an, a property that was kind of developed for one audience and developing it specifically for another and going through this really sort of East meets West style of, 
you know, bringing both sides together and really making something interesting. So I'm hoping that they do more stuff like that, and I'm really interested to see both how the game turns out and how shifty look stuff tends to develop in the future. My brain hurts with that path that you went <laughs> on. Yes, yes. Yes. Jeremy. Um, I, I figured something. Um, it's real short. Um, Funimation has a sale on their official shop. Um, yeah. And Black Lagoon Seasons 1 and 2 Blu-ray DVD combo is 64% off. It's less than $20. You should go buy it. It's one of don't, my top five anime of all time. Don't don't even wait for it to come on Toonami, although you should watch it on Toonami too. Just go go buy it right now. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, you know what I hate? What do you hate? I hate, I hate the Smurfs. Uh, you know what else I hate? What else? One of the chipmunks. You know what else I didn't much care for? The Garfield what? films. Are, are they doing a so, mashup? So, uh... Please, uh, I'm so sorry for the uh, next 15 seconds as all the things that those things have in common are about to go to this. Sometimes, some crimes No. through the cracks, but these two gumshoes are picking up the slack. There's no case too big, no case too small. When you need help, just call Chipandale Rescue Rangers. That's right, they're getting a live action movie. No. Based on Rescue Rangers specifically. Based on Rescue Is that okay, is that a hundred percent confirmed? Because the last I believe so. The last thing I saw was that they were like shopping around the idea. Cause I mean Disney Disney has been seen fit to ruin their original properties with their CGI live-action mixes. It is currently produced by the producer from uh, The Muppets Most Wanted. Uh, David Hoberman and Todd Lieberman are producing as well. It is being written by uh, Rob Rugen. Uh, he was He's uh, a directing genies at Paramount. Uh, and the Genius Files at Warner Brothers. I don't know what any of those are, but I'm terrified. Oh, yeah, I mean, if you don't know these guy, this person, hmm, I wonder how much talent they have. Probably yes. not a lot. I smell a big, fat, steaming pile of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's sad. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Russia's gonna love it. Probably. Oh, that's, that's <sighs> that someone might not know about the whole Russia thing. <laughs> oh, no, no. I know Mexico. Everybody, I know Mexico loves them some uh, Top, Top Cat. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico loves Top Cat. Russia treats Gadget as like. Jesus. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm. Russia, Russia, and Russia. Why haven't and, we seen him during the Winter Olympics? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, on that note, let's wrap up the show with some YouTube video recommendations. Super, do you have a YouTube video for us? Uh, I really don't. Uh, I, I, I've been kind of... Busy. You know what? I do have a YouTube video recommendation because I'm, uh, I'm uh, self-absorbed. So 
go watch me lose my most recent tournament. Oh. Grand finals. <laughs> uh, Super uh, versus Lord Helmet. I uh, didn't take a game. It's self-loathing, but uh, if more people watch it, I think I can get more used to the idea of people like actually watching me play. Because that's <laughs> like the worst for me right now. Is that I can play really well, but as soon as someone's watch, like as soon as like there's a crowd, I I can't focus. So if I just get used to the fact that people are watching me, I think I can play a lot better. There you go. Motivate Super. Watch a losing match of his. It's it's pretty bad. All right, Jeremy. Like what's... Super versus Lord Helmet at Lake Effect Two. What Lake Effect They're Two? They're up. Okay. All right. My YouTube recommendation ties into what I said earlier about Devil May Cry. Uh, <laughs> this is a um, this is a comedic mashup video of um, oh, what is it? Devil May Cry. Um, I don't even know the second one. It's some terrible-looking Ninja Gaiden game. Oh, that's the uh, Yaiba game yep. that uh, Keiji Nafune is making. Yeah, that looks <laughs> that looks horrendous. Um, and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which I do... You know, when you see the video, I, I almost say Metal Gear Rising is being a little insulted by being put next to these yeah. terrible titles. But I do I do admit it fits with the tone they're going for. And it's all set to uh, All Hail Shadow from... Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the uh, I believe it's the Crush 40 version from Sonic yes. 06. Oh, and uh, yeah, it just kind of... Oh, I do too. Actually, but the, the whole fair, video... The whole video just kind of points out how ridiculous and stupid and <laughs> um, hard, try hard, ow, the edge these games are. I, I'm glad that you're pointing this one out. And I'm not sure if, because I, I saw it too, and I don't know if it was because you shared it on Tumblr or what, or where <laughs> I saw it. But I was, I'm glad you pointed it out because I was going to mention the part at the end with Mundus and Dante. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's also pretty not safe for words. Oh, so. yes. <laughs> but, yeah, it gives you a good highlight reel of why, you know, the, the best parts of those terrible games. That is a good choice. <laughs> All right, Luke, what you got? Keeping on the not safe for work train. Oh, yes. Uh, Jeremy I and I are thing. now in a thing. It's called Persona 4 The Abridged, and it is <laughs> as far from safe for work as you could possibly be. It is wonderful. <laughs> yes. It's uh, the brainchild of our Not good me. friends Kage... I haven't Kage... looked it up yet. It is the brainchild of our good friends Kage Jihashi and Rashinban, who both do voices in Sonic F. And you can find it at youtube.com slash p4abridged. It, like I said, it's raunchy, it's dark, it's not safe for work by any stretch of the imagination. But even for those who are a little turned off by the sexual humor, just know there is a very good reason for everything in that show, and it will you will hopefully catch on as the next few episodes go. Right. I'll just I'll just I'll just yeah, I'll just say that if if you're into persona and you know what persona everything revolves around, like the underlying theme then I, I think you'll I think you'll get the joke. <laughs> yes. I I gotta say, you guys really did a good job with that. Not just your your voice acting performance, everyone involved though. It was it's a really, really strong pilot. Yep. Well done and, in all parts. And as far as I know, um they are working on episode two right now. It nice. is true. Excellent. Something might have an episode update. 
<laughs> my video comes from Sesame Street, and it's one I've, I saw it a long time ago, but I recently stumbled across it again because there's the one video with Benedict Cumberbatch. It's an orange! It's an orange! <laughs> it's, it's not an orange! There's the Benedict Cumberbatch video going around. Oh, he's yes. with the count, and you know, he's the, the count of three, or is it four, or whatever. But I'm like, hey, if you're going to parody... A TV show and your Sesame Street, gotta go with 30 Rocks. So, right. Sesame Street, 30 Rocks. If you've seen 30 Rock, you'll appreciate it. Yes. So, that's, I think, all we have to cover, and that's coming up on two hours. My goodness, a jam packed episode. A lot of stuff, great discussion. Cyberlink420, Game Buddy, thank you so much for joining us. Anytime. Always a pleasure. Of course. It was fun. And hopefully we'll have you back on before another year passes. Mm. I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Maybe when Sonic we'll Boom comes out and we'll be like, yo, what is this? We'll I will probably be too busy saving the planet from disaster. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you guys on next time you release an episode of Sonic F. Oh, you boy. didn't have us on the last time we released an episode of Sonic F. Or the time before that. that. Or the time before that. I don't trust you anymore, Super. You didn't trust me to start with. That's true. And this is good reason why. I, I just said it now. It should only go from this point forward, not from this point backward. I exist throughout all of time and space, Super. And on that bombshell, it's time to end. With that, I'm Yoko. I'm confused. I'm omnipotent. I'm Game Buddy. And we're out! We'll see ya. Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd over at showmeyournews.com. Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at showmeyournews.com slash forum. So, Luke, oh, you were at Almacon. I was. I hear that there was a story about a fan or cosplay encounter that I'm, I should ask you about. Um, yes, there, there <laughs> was. Uh, I, I've probably told this story like five times now. I, as far as um, I've heard it, so. Fair enough. Uh, are you... Uh, so, let me set the stage. This is Saturday night of the convention. Uh, all the guests are out at dinner, and I tag along because I like to mooch off people. Connections. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, it was... And Remember? our table ended up uh, finishing first, so we ended up heading back to the convention before everybody else. It was me, Doug Walker, and... Uh, admin comfort withers to cool local comic artists so we head back and we get back just in time for the cards against humanity panel which is where all the guests play cards against humanity and compete against one another it's it's a popular entry in cons locally or recently it seems yes so uh we get back there there's already a bunch of audience members you know sitting down raring to go uh and i and I sit down, the get the uh, other three go up and start getting things ready to go. 
And for some reason, two seats away from me, there is this cosplayer dressed as Kappa. And hmm. to, to this day, there is still some dispute as to whether she was A, drunk, B, underage and not supposed to be there, C, attaching whoring, or D, all of the above. Hmm. Mm. But she was very, very enthusiastic, shall we say, repeatedly saying, deal me in, I'm joining in on this game. Mm. And, you know, Doug is trying to use his traditional snark to talk her down, right. eventually kind of devolving to the point where he's asking, who the hell even are you? Now, now the microphone kind of crapped out. Which character was she dressed as? Catbug. Catbug. Oh, okay. See, I heard Kappa and, like, maybe it's the Animal Crossing character? Okay. No, it's not Kappen. That would... That see, now, would... see, now your tweet about Catbug makes some sense. <laughs> yes. So, they start, they go a couple rounds, and even this whole time, Catbug, I think, still believes that she's supposed to be on this panel, because every time they pull a new black card, she's in the audience <clears throat> screaming her own answers to no. the black card. You gotta get those people out of there. Yeah, and, like, I don't, I wasn't entirely sure what was going on, because there's a couple, like, cosplay groups and stuff that were on the guest list, so I'm like, I'm not sure if this person is supposed yeah. to be up there or not, and I, if they're not, I don't want to say anything, because I'm kind of afraid for my life right now, and, uh, mm. eventually, Martin, Curb, or Lil Karibo, Kerbifer, and yep. our friend Michi from Kondok, they all get back. And as they're, you know, going up to get set up, Doug stands up to deal them their cards, help them get situated. I kid you not, Catbug stands up, runs to the stage, and sits down in Doug's chair. No. Oh yes. I'm dead serious. <laughs> and I think she was, like, legitimately convinced that she was supposed to be up there, because the whole time she's, A, very insistent she... Yeah, not... Not playing with any, you know, sort of joke or humor. Yeah. No. Yeah. She, well, for one thing, she's very insistent upon the fact that she is Catbug. Every time somebody asks, who even are you? She just said, I'm Catbug. Like, I think, I think she actually believed it. Mm. And, uh, like, she legitimately seemed to think that she was supposed to be up there with everybody else. And it got to the point where a very large staff member came up to her and was like, look, I don't have time for this. You either sit back in your seat in the audience or you can leave. And, I, again, I don't think she's capable of understanding because she said multiple times, I don't understand, when people were telling her to leave. And eventually I think the staff member just, like, angrily stared her back into her seat. But you got to pick yeah. her up and toss her out. I'm sorry. Yikes. You can't do window. that. But uh, at that, after that point, she was, she seemed very upset and very kind of stewing in her own anger, sitting in the audience, to the point where maybe three or four minutes later, she just walked up and left. And, and upon, everyone applauded. <laughs> yeah, upon realizing she was gone, everybody cheered, and Catbug became the running joke for the rest of the night. Oh, geez. To the point where one of the cards actually got scribbled out and replaced with Catbug. Nice. And even when that card was not drawn, everybody's first response to every black card was Catbug. <laughs> so it was a mess. In a way, she was on the panel. In yes. her own special way, yes. Sort of, yes. All right. Ah, uh, cat's being noisy. I don't think she's been fed yet. <laughs> My niece is being noisy. 
she's been fed. The cat wants to be on the podcast. She doesn't understand. <laughs> Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh my, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm... Yes, I, I can hear you. you. You don't need to do that. Thing, when you have a dog, <laughs> you don't have to deal with you know, meowing of cats. Meowing. Wait, no, she has been fed. What the hell is wrong with you then? 